Hey everybody, I'm Eric, and today I watched Raw, episode 1307, which aired on June 11th, 2018. I'm recording this the day after. It's been a very, very long day for me. Um, but also, yesterday, I watched Action Point, and not yesterday, the day before that. On Sunday, I watched Action Point, directed by Tim Kirkby, and... Hotel Artemis, directed by Drew Pierce. So I'm going to talk about those a little bit. Um, oh, and a really great, fun TV show I think everybody should check out called The Joy of Tex. But uh, before I get to that, let's talk about how I am currently in Concord, California for a couple of days to help uh, Blue Devils get ready for their tour um, primarily building out the inside of the pit truck, which is uh, going to be kind of a challenge. But uh, tomorrow, I have all day to knock it out, figure out what all needs to go in there, how it's going to fit in there, how it's going to be secure in there, and it's going to be very good, or at least at least sufficiently good. Um, so it may, uh, it may take me a little while to get around to the SmackDown and 205 Live episode, and uh, of course, I've got to get my NXT and main event episode out there before NXT TakeOver this Saturday. I am super excited for that, Um, as I've probably mentioned a few times. I will be there, and I I will also be at Money in the Bank. I am super, super excited. Um... Yeah, I know we can compare everything that happens this week to what happened uh, this past weekend, but um, I say, hey, let's. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and enjoy everything as much as I can, um, not to make excuses or anything like that. Um, if things are dumb this week, I, I'm probably gonna say they're dumb if I remember how dumb they were, but um, I'm still gonna enjoy it. And I, I mean, I'm going to to these pay per views next weekend this weekend anyway, so I, I'm super excited anyway. Um, okay, uh, it probably helps that I'm, I'm going to the Cow Palace for the New Japan Pro Wrestling Show, so um, it's like, yeah, I'm going to get to see some of that awesome stuff. All right, uh, before I get to Raw, let's talk Action Point. There's the new Johnny Knoxville film. Um, also in it from the Jackass films is, um, oh, Chris Pontius, that's right. Um, those are the... Uh, there may be other people who have been in other Jackass-related films. Um, I have a feeling somebody who who's familiar is probably the bear, um, but maybe not. I didn't look too closely at the credits or do any research on that. Anyway, this movie was pretty fun. I liked it. Um, it's much in the same vein as uh, Bad Grandpa, but uh, kind of like a reverse situation, whereas in, in Gra- Bad Grandpa, you see Johnny Knoxville in the old man makeup the entire time, whereas uh, Johnny Knoxville in this one, I don't think he's the same grandpa, but um, he's uh, just in like the bookend segment, like the, the interlinking present day storyline. And then we get these flashbacks to the 70s of this this theme park called action point and it's very dangerous you just make it more and more dangerous throughout the film 
I was expecting a, a little bit more action from action points, like a couple more crazy stunts. Um, the craziest stunts um, you see in the trailer, at least in the, the main trailer that I saw, which is a uh, giant trebuchet shooting Knoxville into the side of a barn. The setup for it is pretty pretty fun, So, but you know what's coming if you've seen the trailer. Um, it's, it didn't really get much crazier than that. That was probably the most dangerous stunt, I think, other than all the stuff involving wild animals. But um, that was fun. That was fun. I guess in that sense, it was um, a little bit more Wild Boys. Is that the name of that show? A little bit more Wild Boys than Jack ha- Jackass, at least for those segments. But anyway, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I'd probably put it a little bit below Bad Grandpa. But then again, Bad Grandpa, I, I, I was thinking that there's more raunchy stuff in this film, or like more gross-out stuff, but uh, there is a lot of that in Bad Grandpa too. So um, I'd say they're they're about even. And I I'm looking forward to see if they they put out an action point five, which works extremely well as a title, because um, point is already right in there. Um, so go check it out or wait till it's on Netflix or Redbox if you enjoyed any of the Jackass films or Bad Grandpa. Um, but if you're really looking for some great action stunts in a feature film, uh, type setting, there's no story to it, but Nitro Circus, the movie is so awesome. I highly recommend it. Even if you're, not, even if you don't like any of the Jackass films, check out Nitro Circus. There's none of the gross out stuff. It's all cool, action, um, stunt, type stuff. Loop de loop ramps. Um, they they do stuff off of like a a thing off of a building, like one of those uh, pillow, not pillow, like a. I don't even know how to describe it. It, go watch it. He drives a motorcycle across a, a swimming pool and then into the ocean. That's nuts. So, uh, yeah, watch all of these movies if you like stunts and everything. Um, Hotel Artemis saw this immediately after Action Point. Tons of action, very different action, very violent. I enjoyed it. Uh, it stars um, Dave Bautista is the orderly for the Hotel Artemis, which is a uh, incognito um, hidden hospital that serves um, less than desirable clientele criminals, and they have to pay like a membership and all that. Can the the like story behind this place and how it works and everything is very nicely woven into. The, there isn't just like a big. Like, blah, 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 this is how this place works. There's a little bit of that, but a lot of the details you get spread out as things are happening. Um, I was trying to kill time to remember uh, Jodie Foster. She's the the nurse that runs the Hotel Artemis, and uh, it takes place on a particularly eventful and busy night. That's all I'm going to say about it. I recommend it. I talked about how I had heard it's, it's very much like a, a John Wick or something like that, and that is absolutely true. 
so so many crazy things happen in this film and uh lots of great characters in it you got charlie day in there you have um i forget her name i think she's french but uh she was in um atomic blonde she was awesome in that and uh she's awesome in this as well you have uh what's his name from this is us crap i can't forget i can't remember his name but um it's it's all great stuff um and uh it also fits in with kind of the the purge films like the whole feel that those have except in this setting it's like that all the time there's just riots everywhere and it's because water has been privatized and it takes place in california and um it's uh it's nuts and it's not it's not way too far off uh this would definitely happen um with people just going crazy trying to get just get water to drink um as i had just returned from trader joe's having bought two bottles of fiji water it was on my mind a little bit also it's really hot here today and i'm parched my voice has been like wrecked today um probably mostly because i'm not used to talking to so many people like more than zero people (laughs) in a day but um it's yeah it's got gotten pretty raspy um also joy of text this is on netflix season one i don't know if there are more seasons of it but uh season one was just put up and I think it just came out last week, not last week. The the film the the show originally came out last year, and it got put on Netflix recently, at least in the United States. Um, it's about a pair of friends who've been friends with each other for twenty years or something like that. And uh, one friend he does not like technology, and the other loves it. He loves all the gadgets and gizmos and gizits and zizmos, and. Um, Every episode, either he's trying to convince his friends that gadgets are great, or the other one is trying to thwart his gadgets, and sometimes both at the same time. Um, it reminded me a lot of Kenny vs. Spenny. Um, I, I missed that show. I don't know if they've... They've probably made more since I stopped watching it, but I haven't gotten around to, to going back and, and watching all of the episodes that are available. But... Uh, there's just all these crazy challenges in each episode. It's not as gross as Kenny and Spenny can be, um, but is often as is fun. It's it's kind of like somewhere in between that and Top Gear challenges. Um, and there was even a part of one of the episodes where it turns into Top Gear for a minute. Um, but it's it's really funny. They each episode has a theme. There's ten episodes. I watched them just all at once the other night, and uh, yeah, they were really fun. It's it's only about 20, 23 minutes per episode, and uh, there's all kinds of cool gadgets and stuff that they try out. Uh, there's like, oh, one of the best things is that uh, there's a two-wheel vehicle episode. It's all about like bicycles and scooters and stuff, and... Um, he has a uh, a helmet, but it's like a goes around your neck, and then it, it has a sensor in it. So if you're about to fall, then it, it you're it's, you're basically wearing a collar, and then it inflates and goes around your head to protect it, 
kind of like Star-Lord's helmet. And <laughs> um, it hap at one point, we finally get to see it deployed, and it's, it's pretty great. It's pretty great. Um, luckily, it's not in a, in a tragic situation where injury was a danger. Um, but uh, it, it seemed like it would have worked pretty well if that were the case um, also. So go check those out. Joy of Text, easiest to watch if you have Netflix. And then Action Point and the Hotel Artemis are still in some theaters right now. I am very much looking forward to Incredibles 2. I have a ticket to see it next Tuesday. Um, so I will definitely be talking about that um, in one of next week's episodes. Um, all right. On Raw, episode 1307, they all start out on ladders, which calls back to a couple of years ago when we had one of the best Money in the Bank lead-up segments ever. This one it didn't quite live up to that, but it was still pretty solid. And we also got to see the new Constable Baron Corbin in a suit in a shaved head. Um, he's just keeping his eye on things and keeping his hair where it belongs in the trash. Actually, the um, uh, the behind the scenes of the the end of the hair uh, it looked like he was uh, he had enough to be able to to donate it. So that's pretty cool. Good guy, Baron Corbin, Constable Corbin. Oh, okay. Um, it says, if those contracts don't come to Ross, Seth will be very disappointed. Um, I thought he was going to say that there's a stipulation that Bert, Bert, <laughs> that Kurt would be fired if that were to happen or something, but it didn't go that far. What is that weird? Oh, I wrote bickering. There's all kinds of bickering in that segment. Uh, we op- the, the opening match of the show was a fatal four-way with the women, Alexa versus Sasha versus Natalia versus Ember Moon. Uh, all of the Raw participants in the Women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Oh, this match was this was this was awesome. I loved it, especially Ember Moon. Thought she was the star, followed very closely by Sasha Banks. Um, my favorite part of this match was uh, Ember's dive to the outside. Um, she ended up going horizontal, like sideways, like like parallel. To the to the apron, I thought that that was that's a pretty cool way to land that and be able to not take uh, as much of a an impact from hitting the 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 outside barriers there. Um, but that was a part of a whole sequence that was really cool too. Ember Moon also got to hit a um, an eclipse, but since it was a fatal four way, she wasn't able to get the pin off of it because it was broken up by someone else. Ultimately, Natalia won. Which uh, I think, I think I think that tells us that, that Natalia is probably not going to win on Sunday, but maybe she will, but probably not. Um, Kevin, he's trying to prepare for the main event of the night, which is the fatal four way between the men that are in the raw, uh, the that are in the Money in the Bank ladder match. He tries to extend olives to Finn. <laughs> um, and uh, he, he's trying to convince him that uh, what if Braun doesn't even make it to Money in the Bank? We should team up, get Bobby Roode in on this, and just take him out. Destroy him so that he can't destroy us later. Um, Finn wasn't quite convinced, but he seemed open to it. 
Fandango and Brizango versus D and D Train. Oh, that's the worst name. I, I mean, I'm even calling them DD or Double D. I think that's better than D and D Train. Oh, freaking coach. Um, what happened to Breeze's face? He got a beard. It looks pre- I think it looks pretty good. I'd say it looks even better than Zack Ryder's beard at WrestleMania 32, which is the most memorable thing, memorable thing for me from WrestleMania 32, <laughs> is Zack Ryder's beard and him winning the Intercontinental Championship and then losing it the next night, of course. Um, uh, Double D wins with the zigzag and Claymore combination. They say, uh, last week was a fluke, so deal with it. We're going to destroy everybody. Then we had Roman versus Jinder, except it wasn't versus Jinder. It was Roman versus the great Sunil Singh. And Roman won quite easily, but then Jinder attacked him afterwards. And then we move on. We don't have to talk about that anymore at all. Oh, lots of stuff happens. We're like a third of the way through this. Beauty and the Man Beast. Heath Slayer and Rhino faced the B team, and the B team remains undefeated. But then they're interrupted by the leaders of Worlds who call them obnoxious ants. So we'll see if the B-team can remain undefeated um, at Money in the Bank. I think it would be awesome if they won somehow. I don't even know how they would win. It would be really disappointing for the deleters of Worlds, that's for sure, but so exciting for the B-team. And I am super... Okay, if AJ Styles wasn't defending the championship... On Saturday, I would totally wear a B-team shirt of my own making, but I can't, I can't bring myself to break my superstitious, superstitious qual, superstitious level devotion to wearing my favorite shirt, my AJ Styles shirt, um, whenever I attend a title defense by him. So I got to do it. I got to do it. Um, but, uh, it's tempting. It's tempting where the B team. So if that's the case, I'm going to feel like the B team losing is my fault. Although all of their wins have taken place with me not wearing a B team shirt. But then again, I've been at home watching. Anyway, up next, we had Elias who calls, uh, calls out Seth. He's, he sings the CrossFit. He does CrossFit. So I definitely know you're a tool. He uh, shows us an Intercontinental Championship-styled guitar. That was a gift from John Mayer. But Seth runs out, and he, he stomps the guitar after, after much fuss is made about it. Um, and then Coach calls John Mayer a hip-hop artist. So there you go. That's what he is, apparently. <laughs> oh. Um, Kevin Owens, he approaches Rude backstage with the same idea he presented to Finn. And uh, it's, it, it makes sense. Definitely makes sense. Bailey versus Ruby Riots. This was a follow-up from last week when Bailey helped get a win against the Riot Squad, except then it didn't count. But then it didn't. That whole thing didn't play into this at all because Sasha and uh, the other one didn't, didn't get involved with this at all. Ember Moon. That's who was in the match. Um, but Ruby Riot, she wins after a distraction from her cronies at the squad. And uh, they draw all over Bailey with black lipstick. Writes a big R on her stomach. 
R is for rejected. And Ruby and Riot. Rejected by Ruby Riot. Rhonda and Nia Jax appear face-to-face in the ring. And Rhonda says, I'm going to improvise your arm off. Which, um, if that was an improvised line, that's like a really... That's kind of meta, but also nonsense. Um, they they start... They, they get into a tussle, and Nia ends up getting the arm bar locked in on her, and she taps out. A preview of what's to come? We'll find out. I guess there are rumors that Ronda versus Nia could be the main event, which, um... You know, that's all right. AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura doesn't have to be a main event ever. But uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, Jose, 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 no way Jose versus Kurt Hawkins, who doesn't show up when his his music is played and his name is announced. Um, the, The referee starts to count him out. But he was there all along. He was part of the conga line. He was a Hosaniac. And uh, he gets the jump on Jose, but he overcomes, and Jose wins anyway. So Hawkins' losing streak continues. He's at 201-0. There's a whole thing with Sami Zayn and Bobby Lash with an obstacle course. All right. Um, The main event, Fatal 4-Way, Braun versus Finn versus Kevin versus Bob. Rude B. Rude B. Um, Go watch this match. It's so awesome. It was great. By far the best thing about this night. The first match and this match were both awesome. This one even more awesome. Uh, I watched it after... I didn't watch it live. And uh, Sling didn't catch the last few minutes of it. So I had to wait another like half a day until I was able to actually see the ending. So it took a little bit of the momentum out of the excitement of watching it all at once. But the end was still still super cool. Um, lots of great stuff happening there. Finn almost took care of Braun Strowman, and that was super exciting. But uh, the Fatal 4-Way, of course, means everybody else can get involved, break up the pins when they're very much about to happen. And uh, Strowman <laughs> ended up... Oh, wait, earlier on in the match, Kevin Owens hit a huge frog splash off the top of a ladder onto the announcer's desk, on which was lying Braun Strowman. And who was holding the ladder for him? Their their opponents, Finn Balor and Bobby Roode, were helping Kevin pull this off. And it makes sense to do that, because if, if your opponent wants to jump off a really high thing to another one of your opponents, do everything you can to get them to do that. It's going to take them both out of the picture for a while, and it did. Um, so it was Finn versus Bobby for a few minutes there till Kevin first recovered and then Braun recovered. Pretty much obliterated everyone, but Finn gave him a run for his money. Um, then uh, he's hit by all of their finishers, like the Glorious DDT, by the Frog Splash, by the Coup de Gras. wasn't enough. Um, Braun uh, running power slams. Kevin into a ladder, onto a ladder. Super, super painful. Um, and Braun got the win. So, I think for going by this pattern, uh, he, well, in the case of Braun Strowman, these other seven guys, 
they're in this match, they've got to take him out. Make him a non-factor as soon as possible. Because as long as he's... As long as he stands a chance, he stands a chance. And he will take that chance. He barely even needs a ladder to get that Money in the Bank contract. 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 There's a T at the end. Um, so, uh, yeah. Um, something that I didn't enjoy so much was the very long recap of all the matches that are happening on Saturday, on Sunday. It was like, holy crap, how many matches are... This is more matches than WrestleMania, but, like, most of them are going to be, like, three minutes or whatever. But, um, I'm excited. I'm more excited for the SmackDown matches, but the the two ladder matches are going to be really cool. And, uh, tonight was a really good preview of half of those matches... Get the other half involved, it's going to be nuts. Totally nuts. We got to get a Twisted Bliss off of a ladder. Please. That's all That's all I'm really looking for in the SmackDown, um, well, in that ladder match. Um, it doesn't matter. Alexa Bliss isn't on SmackDown. What am I talking about? In the women's ladder match, all all I want to see there is a twisted bliss off of a ladder, and um, yeah, that's really the, that's really the only thing. And maybe an eclipse, one or the other. I'll be very happy with seeing one of those two off of the top of a ladder. Um, actually, um, eclipse would be more exciting. Because we've already seen Twisted Bliss off of McBron Strowman's shoulders and stuff like that. So, um, anyway, that's it for Raw. And again, go check out Action Point Hotel Artemis and the Joy of Tex. That's a pun. Um, they say that in the, the opening of it. Uh, go check those out if those interest you as well. Let me know what you thought about all of them. By tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to todayiwatched.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review on iTunes. Uh, support the show even more at patreon.com slash todayiwatched. You can also follow on Spotify. Just search for Today I Watched. That's it for now. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll be back with SmackDown and 205 Live for week 24 of 2018. Bye.